Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Bachman. Chris Bachman with you. It is another Mid-Michigan Matters. I've got a Mid-Michigan Matters veteran here with me, Amy Powell from Outreach of Mid-Michigan. And Amy, I think I always say this to you the first time we come on, for somebody who does not know what Outreach is, well, shame on you. You haven't been listening to Mid-Michigan Matters and haven't been stopping down here. But just tell everybody what you guys do, what you guys are. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate that. Um, And so Outreach is your local nonprofit art organization. Uh, We were founded in 1981 as a grassroots effort to keep the arts alive and accessible for everyone in the community. So we do that through a variety of programming. Um, I call them kind of buckets, if you will, to the sports analogy there. There you go. And there you go. Uh, So one of our buckets is we have artist consignment. So artists have their work for sale in our retail store, uh, which gives artists an opportunity to make a little revenue. So, you know, supporting artists in the area. Uh, Many of them are regional artists, but we do have artists from all over the country who either bring their work when they're visiting or send their work with family or ship their work to us. Uh, We also have a few wholesale items that kind of balance out. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, We have a gallery and our gallery exhibitions change out about once a month. And our gallery space is always free for people in the community to come in and see the amazing art uh, that is installed in our Maury Family Gallery. Uh, We also have a bunch of outreach programming that's a tongue twister when you work for outreach 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 i know right um and we we do a lot of things uh festival of banners paint the pavement kids and culture um partnering with isabella county parks um the city parks and rec uh, a bunch of other non-profit and for-profit entities throughout um you know kind of the greater mount pleasant area and um then we have classes into um that are tuition based uh some are the fun you know one time come and you know make a painting with some friends or make a piece of jewelry make a candle Uh, and then we have some skill building classes as well so opportunities for artists to you know engage in that capacity to either make memories uh, or make a skill and you guys also one of the big things I learned about in the last five days of Christmas when you and I were hanging out this past uh, December was you guys also make the arts accessible to everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. adults with uh, disabilities and stuff like that. Talk a little bit about that program. Yeah, that is one of our um, kind of outreach programming um, pieces that we have. So we have a once a month program called Club Create, and it is uh, very inexpensive. It's $3 for folks to participate. Uh, And if someone if that's a barrier for someone, uh, we want them to reach out to us because we actually never want art to be a you know, the cost of art or access to the creative sector to be a barrier for someone. So, um, so we hope that if you are listening to this podcast and, you know, you or a loved one have, you know, a developmental disability and you would like to participate in this programming and $3 is too much, please reach out. We want to make that accessible for you. Um, but it's once a month programming that is geared towards adults with, um, developmental cognitive impairments. And so they come together, they create, they build a sense of community um, and have an awesome opportunity, 
you know, making memories for themselves and having fellowship. Uh, sometimes caregivers will attend with them, you know, to help with different components. And sometimes the caregivers use that as an opportunity to, you know, drop off their loved one and, you know, go to the grocery store, meet up a friend, uh, you know, at downtown for, you know, something to eat or drink. Uh, and it's it's an awesome, when, when I say feel good, it is so positive and it is amazing to hear the energy, to hear the camaraderie, to hear the fellowship going on uh, during Club Create. It just is, it, it is all the feels like amazing. So yeah, we are so proud to be able to offer that to the community. And, you know, we do that because we have other things that, you know, have a tuition associated with them, or we have a sponsor who supports it. Uh, And so we, you know, we rely on supporters to help us do what we do, Um, you know, through either sponsoring, through being a member, uh, through coming out and supporting us by shopping in the store, by attending some of our fundraising events that we have going on. Um, And we, you know, we couldn't do this by ourselves. So we rely on folks to help us do what we do on a daily basis to make sure that everybody can, um, you know, can access the arts. And we have another program that's called We Wednesdays that's for the, you know, the littlest of learners. Um, And that happens twice a month. That's uh, the first and third Wednesday of the month. And they come in and it's about a 45 minute program. It's um, hands on. It focuses on lots of different components, but literacy, hand-eye coordination, um, you know, creativity as far as mixing colors and um, sometimes there's even some physics lessons that go into the creative uh, component there, um, but lots of different, um, you know, programming hands-on activities for uh, the smallest of learners to get some experience as well. Yeah, keeping the arts alive in mid-Michigan and keeping arts accessible to everyone in mid-Michigan, that, that's, you know, if you wanted to put an overarching umbrella, I think those are the two big things that are important mm-hmm. to you guys, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. We don't uh, think that... Um, you know, you should be limited to being able to access the creative sector just because of financial constraints. Um, and we we really firmly believe that every that that this is a this is a right. People should be able to access you know arts and creativity. That it shouldn't only be a luxury item because you know we really feel like it's critical. It's a you know it's a basic need. Well, you know, brain power. You know what the 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 parts of your brain that you access when you're doing art is so much different than anything else. You know, mm-hmm. similar to reading and watching a movie. You know, watching a movie is fun, but reading does so much more for your brain than watching that movie. And I feel like arts is very similar to that. And there's mm-hmm. just parts of your brain that you you know, work out. We'll go back to the sports analogy. I always talk about it's great to be a multi-sport athlete in high school. Yeah. You know, the arts is kind of like that multi-sport thing for your brain. Yeah. You can learn reading, you can do this, you can do that, but there's something about drawing. There's something about painting. There's something about crafting, putting stuff together that just really works parts of your brain that we need to work out more, I guess I'll say. Right. Absolutely. And when you look at neurologically how the brain works, um, there are a lot of overlapping components between art and science, art and math, art and technology. So, you know, if you think about taking a drawing class, for instance, and you want to figure out how am I going to make something scaled, you know, if it's 
uh, if it's an inch right in front of me, how do I make it, you know, bigger, smaller on a page relative to something else? That's math, people, you know, and, you know, when we talk about physics, if you're going to try and do something that is, uh, you know, an interactive piece of work, how do you get, you know, a ball to drop from here and hit this spot? That That's physics, and it can also be art at the same time. So, um, you know, so art isn't just, and, and this is, I mean, this is like my soapbox that I say, people who know me say this, like, oh my gosh, Amy again. Um, but, uh, let, me, let me say it for art is life. I, I oh, think art is life. That is know. one of the things I say. Um, but I was going to say art isn't just, you know, a sculpture that you see in the middle of your town center. It isn't just a painting that you see on a wall at a doctor's office. It's, you know, it's music, it's poetry, it's written, it's dance, it's performance. It's anything that taps into that creative sector. You know, somebody designed the logo that's on your hat. Guess what? That was an artist. All right, are you ready? I'm going to give you the uh, another basketball analogy. I recently watched a documentary about Bill Russell that was on Netflix, and he talked about the art of basketball and, you Ooh. know, that there's so much violence involved in basketball. And what would it be like? How beautiful would the game be if it was all just the art? And I think the mm. game is getting more towards that with, you know, less physical play, and I can complain about that. But we'll, we'll, we'll move on <laughs> because the thing that we're here to talk about, the big program that you guys have going on right now, is the Festival of Banners. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, uh, for people who don't know, you might see it in other places now, but, you know, this is kind of something, was it your brainchild exactly? or it, you? In- it was not the brainchild right, of Amy right. Powell, but it was the brainchild of some amazing citizens here in Mount Pleasant. So years and years ago, uh, there was a group of folks together that got together and worked on a plan that was called Vision 2020. And so what was this area going to look like in 2020? Um, and so part of that looked at, um, you know, making people happy about the communities that they live in. And, you know, part of it looked at sustainability and part of it looked at economic development. Um, and so there was a group of folks that got together to look at the, you know, kind of the lifestyle of the, you know, greater Mount Pleasant area. And these were folks from all different areas throughout Isabella County. And um, Mark Smith from Crapel is the one who has, you know, told me a lot about what this process was. So there was a group of folks uh, and someone had seen something similar to this uh, at a community in Canada. So there were um, there was a small group of folks who traveled to this community in Canada and brought back the Festival of Banners. And so this is 2023, and I think that this is our... Oh, I think it started in 09, I want to say. Yeah, okay. it started, it's made its debut in the summer of 09. I got, got it pulled oh, up on the website goodness, here. Goodness, you're so. a good researcher. Well, you so asked what me if you needed any notes. I told 14. you no, so that might be my, my fault a little bit right there. But <laughs> yeah, so this would be 13, 14. You know, we talked about the math and the arts. We'll let mm-hmm. people figure that out. I got to get my whiteboard yeah. out to do that but, math. But the point of it is, it's been going on for a little while now. Mm-hmm. It's really special. It's really cool. And what's neat is anybody in the community who has an idea, mm-hmm. you got some skill, you want to share it with the community, this is a chance for you to do so, isn't it? Right, public art. And when we talk about public art, we talk about how important that is for placemaking. And placemaking is, you know, it's kind of a, a, a trending, you know, phrase uh, philosophy right now of what do we as communities do to make our people feel connected to the community that they're living in? So w- we know through, you know, lots of research, not Amy Powell research, but people who do research, that when people feel a sense of place, that they are less... 
vandalist to their space, that they feel more connected. They have a greater sense of pride to their community. And we know when we have pride in something, we all want to protect it. We all want to do better for it, right? So we feel like this is, you know, one thing that we can do to encourage a sense of place for people, um, you know, in the community. So we have banners that hang in um, Union Township, the city of Mount Pleasant, the village of Shepherd, um, on the campus of McLaren. And um, we'll have some that will be hanging on M20, also known as High Street, along the fence line at Fancher School again this year. And this is a program that is free for anyone who is under 18 and free for anyone who is over 65 to, you know, create a banner submission. And um, if you're listening to this and it's, you know, within a, a, a brief time window here, you may still have an opportunity to get a banner submission yep. uh, turned in. Yeah, we're talking on March 3rd. When is the actual deadline for the banner to be turned in? Well, um, the the deadline actually to submit a proposal was a week or two ago, but we still have a few banners left available right, for right. folks. So right. if, and so actually, yeah, kind of a last call right here, yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely, right. So, you know, if you're, you know, a family and you want to work together to create a banner, we are asking um, one banner per family uh, this year because we've had a, a reduction in some polls. And so um, we're hoping that that creates, uh, you know, a sense of unity within a family. If you've got, you know, three kids and they all want to get together to work on one design, that would be amazing. And I might be putting you on the spot right here, mm-hmm. but I imagine, you know, if somebody from Shepherd makes a banner that they want to hang in Shepherd, you guys are probably going to do, you know, everything to try and make that, you know, make that, will, those happens in the right, if you can. If we can, yeah. We, the, the number of banners that hang in Shepherd is um, limited. So those banners might already be spoken all, for. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, but we're happy to try and accommodate if we can, you know, if we can. We work uh, closely with the municipalities so that way, you know, folks that, you know, live in Shepherd, go to school in Shepherd, you know, can see their banners in Shepherd. Um, but if, you know, if we don't have any available, then guess what? It'll hang in Mount Pleasant and or hang in Union Township. So don't worry, we'll still get it up there. Yeah, and so like like you said, a lot of the stuff's turned, but there's still a few open there spots left. There are still left. a few open spots. And you know, yeah. if somebody brings in a banner that's so special, you know, you you, you, you know, you're going to work, you'll, you'll figure something out. We will try and work yeah. with them, yes. And you talked about the scaling earlier with the math and the arts, and that's mm-hmm. another really nice thing that you guys do as well, too. You guys make it, you know, people bring in a drawing mm-hmm. and then you guys kind of expand it for them. You give them the paint and everything like that too which makes it uh very much easier i will say absolutely because that actually is really really difficult to take something that is um small so we have a scaled down version if someone wanted to sketch out um but it it is a more advanced artist who can take a small scale and then transfer to the banners the banners are about five feet tall and if anybody doesn't have a point of reference they can just ask me to stand up (laughs) because i'm about five feet tall um so you know that is um, that's a, a very special you know skill set that's required. There are some you know tricks that you can do with you know using a grid system. So you could you know use a pencil and lightly sketch out a grid on your banner and sketch out a grid on your design. Or you know we use technology and we use a projector and we blow it up big. <laughs> yep, yep, right. And we we trace it onto the banner for those that want it. Some people don't want their design traced onto the banner, and that's cool too. Um, 
We have a theme every year that we use, and this year it's artists um, meet here to kind of go along with the, you know, meet here um, branding yep. for the Mount Pleasant area. And, um, you know, so we, we hope that artists will incorporate that somehow into their design. Um, but it's a pretty broad, you know, topic. So, you know, you could, you could do almost anything um, to talk about, you know, quote unquote meeting here yeah. or hashtag as they say. I think that's what the young kids say. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> it looks I think it's just a number sign though. It I is, mean, right? It, and you yeah. say number <laughs> sign and kids look at you and they're like, what? Huh? What's a number it, yeah. sign? And, and since I'm a little late talking about the Festival of Banners, like I said, mm-hmm. still a few spots open. What's coming up next yeah. with our reach of mid-Michigan? We have a lot of things that are um, on the horizon. So um, for a second, I'm going to talk about some more placemaking things. Um, so first, uh, the first Saturday in June is going to be Paint the Pavement, which is our annual, you know, Throw paint down on the streets of Mount Pleasant. It's actually not throw paint down because it's very organized. It's a lot of fun for kids is what it it is. is. And then you talked about feeling the sense of community every time, you know, little Joey or little Joanna go driving down Main Street. They That's the block I painted right Yes, right. And they bring their grandparents in and they say, hey, look what we did downtown. And, you know, depending on if the street's blocked off, they might be able to take their picture, you know, on the, you know, part that they painted. It really is fun. Um, I know for a fact my kids love paint the pavement. And, you know, when they were younger, every time we drove down Broadway Street, remember when we painted that? And it's like, yes, honey, I remember when we <laughs> painted that that was so much fun um but yeah that's a great free community um event and you know we um are so grateful to the convention and visitors bureau because they have helped uh with funding and uh the city of mount pleasant secured a grant through uh the state arts organization and so um as you know with the cost of things going up like you know groceries the cost of all the supplies that we need to do the intersections uh, has also gone up. And so this is going to, you know, allow us to continue um, doing full intersections and um, maybe expanding. We haven't gotten all the final pieces in place, but we will for sure do three intersections along Broadway street. And um, like I said, that's a free event open to the community. Come out, paint when it's done, it's done. Uh, It'll start at 10 o'clock that Saturday Uh, coming up in August. We're going to have art walk central, again this year so artist registration is going to take place during the month of april all right so that that is coming right up i know we'll be on the heels of april before we know it i'm just going to blink twice and it's going to be april again (laughs) Ah! Um, but yeah that's an awesome opportunity for uh youth artists that are 13 to 18 years old or adult artists that are 19 and up it's um ten dollars for a youth to enter and 35 dollars for an adult to enter and we'll have the judges um, selecting some judges' choice uh, winners after everything is installed, and then some uh, opportunities for everybody in the community to vote on their favorite uh, pieces. And we'll, you know, this is some cold hard cash that is, uh, you know, awarded. Uh, I don't remember all the amounts off the top of my head, but the youth first place judges' choice gets a thousand dollars. I think the adult might have been fifteen hundred or something like that. Too, I think it I- was. Twenty five hundred right, right. for the first place for the jurors. Maybe it was fifteen hundred. Or maybe for the, that was second place or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But twenty five hundred for um, adult first but place for the judges. So it's moolah. Yeah, if you're an artist, it's it's going to you know if you're somebody who's an aspiring artist that wants to you know make artist your 
life's work, which we all know is very hard to do. It's maybe something that could give you, you know, a little leg up on trying to do that. Or it can get you an awful lot of supplies to do some more fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. it's a great opportunity. Um, And a really cool thing about Art Walk Central is the artists who have their work installed actually have the opportunity to come and schedule a meeting, a 15-minute meeting with one of the judges, where the judges will give them specific feedback on their piece. So while the judges are going around and looking at all the artwork to come up with their, you know, their rank ordering for the adults and the youth, um, they have a list of who they're going to be meeting with. And so they're specifically looking at that work to be able to give them feedback. Like this is really an area that you're strong and this is an area that you could, you know, develop a little further. So that is, I mean, that's worth the, you know, $35 alone to get that professional level feedback. Yeah. And you, you know, you're going to be able to really show off your work to the community. And, you know, I think it's the best way in mid Michigan to really get your art, out there to the public because just mm-hmm. so many people are going to see it in the summer. So many people know about Art Walk Central now going around and voting and everything. And I think the last thing I always like to ask you and everything, and you guys are a nonprofit organization. If people want to donate money, mm-hmm. it is a tax write-off so they can do that. And also, it's Absolutely. really easy to get involved with the outreach of mid-Michigan. And I'm going to go back to the five days of Christmas. We put out a challenge to everybody that if they came there and bought a gift for anybody – and they didn't like it that we would reimburse them. Nobody came in, did they? Nobody said anything to me. Yep, I, nobody said I have nothing to, to me either. So imagine there was a hundred percent satisfaction. And it's easy to see why if you come in here and mm-hmm. start looking around, you will find something for anybody. And I got a fish pencil drawing for my brother. Oh yeah. That it, that it turned out my parents had got him a drawing in Pentwater, Michigan several years ago by the same artist and Uh so that one ended up working out just unbelievably well that was just really neat that is like the best serendipitous story when you texted me i was like almost in tears i was like i cannot even believe how perfectly this worked out well i I said it was a couple days before christmas and i was joking says i don't want to wait to give you this i think you're going to think it's really cool and i showed it to him and at first he didn't say anything he picked it up and went walking straight to his bedroom and i'm like what the heck dude and so he turned on his light and he's like puts and it's like holy moly it's by the same guy (laughs) It was that was just really yeah, really cool. That was awesome. Yeah, but if people want to get involved with you guys, there's lots of ways to do so. They can just stop by downtown. Where are you guys at? Phone number, you know, address, all email, blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um. So um, we're at a 111 East Broadway. So we're right between um Jimmy John's and Midori on the front side of the street. Um. We also have convenient parking in the back of the building where you can come into the store or uh, come into our class entrance. Um. And that. It's kind of located outside the backside of uh, Pisanello's. And I'll make a joke. It's if you're at Broadway in Maine and you can't find outreach, you need to come in for a class. Let's just let's Seriously, just say that. Yeah. Get here and have an experience. Um, our phone number is 989-773-3689. You can also um, find us on Facebook, Instagram. Our 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 website is artreachcenter.org, and that has all of our upcoming stuff. We've got spring break camps coming up for the kids. Uh, we have a murder mystery. Our second annual murder mystery is taking place in April. Uh, last year, we sold out, so do not wait to get your tickets for the murder mystery. Um, if folks
folks are you know, listening, uh, there is an early bird special that's going to expire on March um, 11th, I believe it is. So if you hear this before March 11th, get you your early it. bird. And if you're listening afterwards, sorry, better luck next time. But, you know, <laughs> we'll still yeah. have tickets available. They'll just be a, a little bit higher price there. Um, in the summertime, we're going to have more, you know, kids camps that are the day things. Um, we've also got coming up our annual family camp out at Coldwater, uh, family camp out in Wademan. Um, that is always hugely successful and a ton of fun. Uh, last year we launched our inaugural adults only art camp and we're going to do that one again because that one was so popular. Oh boy. A weekend of adulting art. And that was uh, that was so great. We had so much fun. I think our staff is going to have to arm wrestle over who gets to go this year <laughs> and put out there. Okay, whoever's the strongest wins. Yeah, you know, yeah. that means I'm going to lose. So yeah. I better start bulking up here. Yeah. But like you said, you have so much going on. I feel like every time you're like, wait, oh, hang on. I got this too. I got this. Uh-huh. But if people really want to keep up with you guys, they go to Outreach. Uh, Outreachcenter.org. That's you guys our got website. The, you guys yep. got the calendar events, the anything mm-hmm. and everything happening right there. And if you listen to us often, we're talking about the events and the what's on tap calendar a lot too so amy thanks so much for joining me on another mid michigan matters we'll talk again soon i'm sure thanks another big big thank you to amy powell for joining me on another episode of mid michigan matters if you've got something going on that matters in mid michigan let me know about it shoot me an email chris at wczy.net and i'd love to talk to you to help get the word out and also spread the word on our sister station my 104.3 with our what's on tap calendar we'll be back with you next week with another mid michigan matters talking about what matters in mid michigan Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.